Hello, everyone. Welcome to Straight Shooters, where you will get straight talk concerning our Christian walk with hosts Earl Motes and me, Doreen Davis. Today, our topic was going to be on part two, called to witness genuine true love. But before I get going, I'm sad to tell you this. I'm sorry to say that Earl Motes will not be joining us this morning. And he feels really bad about that. And I'm going to miss him. And I know you all are going to miss him too. And I just hope I can do this without him this morning. So if you all will just bear with me, um, I'll, I'm going to do the best I can. And um, Earl sends you his love. And, uh, you know, these podcasts really make his day and it makes his week. Um, but I know he, um, is going to miss, I know he misses being here today, but he will be back for our next episode. So today I'm going to talk about call to witness part two, genuine true love. Genuine true love is how we're to be with one another. Genuine, true love is home. When we show genuine, true love, it makes someone feel like they're at home. That's It's God's love. It's His great love for us. His love is so great. It goes so deep for each one of us. It in, and, it, and you know what? And His love is so great for also the unsaved. And I say unsaved because I don't like to say the sinners. There's something about that word that bothers me because we're all sinners. Even though we're saved, the, those who are saved and they know the Lord, there is now no condemnation, Romans 8, 1. But there is condemnation over the, those who are not saved. But when we become saved, we're in the new covenant and we walk under his grace, but not in the abusive way. Not Grace is not for giving an, us an excuse to sin, but it gives us an allowance to ask for forgiveness. Amen. You know, um, love, when we walk in his love, hindrances cannot intercept. Fear cannot intercept. Selfishness cannot intercept. Where true love abides, the feeling of home opens the doors to the heart. Love is the greatest feeling of all. Everyone needs to feel genuine love. There's not a lot of that going around. There's not a lot of that going on in the church either. There's not a lot of that going on in the world, for we walk, not walk, we live in a sinful world. Witnessing is about showing God's love, His grace, and His mercy. True love, genuine true love, is home. True love must be a part of witnessing. We are all of the same spirit and have the same kind, the same kindred spirit. When we all walk in the same love, we, we have that kindred spirit. 
that will grab onto the hearts to plant the seed. Or maybe they receive Jesus right there. You know, they may receive Jesus right then and there in their hearts. But you would, you should also have a follow-up plan. Invite them to your church. Get their phone number or um, give them your phone number. Um, there has to be a follow-up. You have to invite them someplace where they're going to get fed biblically. Not a place where they're just going to sit there and no one is going to pay attention to them. There's no point in inviting them at all. Don't leave them hanging to fend for themselves. Most people don't have a clue where to go to church. Even though Cleveland, Tennessee, we probably have over a thousand churches. I'm, I'm not kidding you. There's a church on every corner here in this town. <laughs> but you know what? Sad to say, all of those, most, a lot of those churches are not what they're supposed to be for others. So it's important that your church is about helping, is about um, going out and winning the lost, going out, bringing the lost in. But we can't do that without drawing, without true love. True love is the key to drawing people to Jesus. Your heart must replicate Jesus' heart. That is a true win. Is it always easy? No. But when we stay in fellowship with the Lord, when we keep our eyes in His Word, and we take our eyes off of ourselves, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do today? How, where do you, where would you like for me to be today? Because we have those divine appointments. There are divine appointments. And so when we don't follow through and we're not listening to the leading, sometimes you're going, you'll get an unction just out of the blue. You know what? I feel like going to Chattanooga to the Hamilton place today. When you get that unction, you need to go because there's a divine appointment waiting for you. Selfishness can hold us back. Don't let selfishness hold you back. If you have an ounce of self, it will be discerned. When you witness to someone, if you're thinking about yourself, they're going to know it and you're not going to win their heart because you're not being real. True love is the only thing that can break the yoke. Compassion comes from true love. Without love, there's just empty words. They're just empty words. Without the heart, they're just empty words. It's like a relationship. Without action coming from the heart, they're just empty words. Amen. Hallelujah. Empty words. People who are hurting need to feel true, genuine love at the moment that you're talking to them. Love heals. When love is there, it allows us to feel safe 
and vulnerable. It opens our hearts up in receiving love, God's love, His great love. When our hearts open to receiving that, our hearts are open for healing. The last episode, I mentioned that it isn't our job to witness to family members. And why? Concerning family members, it is our job to be the example, to be the sibling, the son, the daughter, the sister, the brother, the parent. It's our job to be the example, to be love, showing love, giving love to those family members. Without love, you are of no good to them. Genuine, true love is home. We need to be home for each other. Jesus was home to those who followed him. He was home to strangers. He was home to the unsaved because of his compassion that he had from his love, through his love. His kindness, his gentleness, that's Jesus' love. He never showed harshness, but he did show harshness towards the religious people. Let's remember that. Religious people are harsh, they're mean, and they're evil. Religious people have nothing to do with God. The devil created religion. That's his creation, not God. We need to remember that. The devil, Satan, created religion, not Jesus, not God. Amen? Jesus' love is so great and so deep that his love melts our hearts, and it makes us feel home. You know, you meet those people, you meet that kindred spirit, and you just feel like you're home. That's how we're supposed to be. And you know, when, when you've been away, when you're out on your own for the first time and you're away from mom and dad, and then years later you go home and you see them and you're like, I'm home. We're to be home. We are to replicate the same kind of love. I don't know about you, but I want people to feel right at home with me. When they're with me, that's how I want them to feel. How about you? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father but through, but through Jesus alone. John fourteen six. He's the way, the truth, and the life. We cannot get to him. A lost person cannot get to him, but only through the Father. We cannot get to him only. We cannot get to God, but only through Jesus. When having that divine appointment, and I have had so many and still do, or when I'm out witnessing, or when you're out witnessing, or having the divine, during a walk, or going door to door, etc., it's important to be 
that genuine love. It's important to be yourself. And I keep reiterating this. Yesterday morning, I, you know, when I was outside praying, I said, Lord, how do you want me to, what do you want me to say on the second episode of Witnessing? He said, talk about my love. And I said, but I've kind of already done that. Do it again. Tell them about my love. And this was before I knew that Earl wasn't going to be joining us today. So, you know, God already knew before I did that I would be speaking on this. Genuine love is so important. Those divine appointments are important. It's important that we walk in the Spirit of God, that we walk without ourselves on our minds. Yes, we have our, yes, we have lives to live. Yes, we do. And we have other things going on. But when you're out, be available. Be conscientious of how the Spirit is moving you. Amen. Genuine, when we're out, that's when the door of healing opens. When we're showing the genuine, true love of God, that's when the door opens for healing. It causes the hearts to open to receive healing. But it's also opening the door for your healing. And you didn't know that, did you? Because you see, when we're helping others in an area where we might need help, oh, it opens the door for your healing too. You know, the word says when you have a need, go out and pray for someone that has that same need. If you have an issue and you run into someone and they may have the same issue, even if they don't, the anointing that is right there is there to take care of that issue. The heart is open because of genuine, true love. Being, and I said, being, genuine, true love is healing for us all. Love heals, it never hurts. Think about that. Love never hurts. The New Testament we walk in, which is a new covenant, a new commandment has been given to us. And that is, this is my commandment, that you love one another. I think that's 1 Corinthians 13. I'm not sure, 12, I'm not sure. Um, This is my commandment that you love one another. Then we have the Ten Commandments, which comes from the Old Covenant, the Old Testament. We still abide under those um, commandments, the Ten Commandments. But, and why is that? I'll tell you why we do. Even though we are in the new covenant, the new commandment, this is my commandment that you love one another. Because we walk in God's love, 
the new commandment. It covers the the Ten Commandments. It covers it all. Because you see, when it says, Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not covet um, another man's wife, thou shalt not commit adultery, fornication. Love doesn't want to do those things. Love doesn't want to disobey. Love doesn't want to steal or kill. Love doesn't want to covet another man's wife. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't want to disrespect, does it? How much disrespect is in the homes and in the church today? You know, I'm not trying to pick on the church. I'm trying to open the eyes of the church because so much hate is in the world and it has entered into the body of Christ. It's time to get rid of those things. It's time to be true, genuine, true love. But I'll move on. I'll get on to that here in a little bit. It is genuine, true love that is going to unite God's people. It is what is going to bring in the harvest. Pastors and congregations, body of Christ, you want the harvest to come in, but without the work, without the laboring. You want it handed to you. You've had things handed to you for so long You don't know how to get out there and work and get it done. You want to sit on your butts and let somebody else do it. Well, there's there's very few out there doing it. You can't rely on that very few because they can only reach so many. Can you rely on television programs? No, you can't because it's not personal. Anything not personal isn't going to reach the heart the way that it should. Television programs have also become about the money. I'm sorry, but it's true. And then they, if you want us to reach this, if you want us to go reach the lost, well, they're not talking about the lost on their program. Their program is for the saved. Their program is for people who already have God. They're not reaching the lost. Think about that. Church, it's your job. All is called to go out into the highways and the hedges to reach the lost. Let me ask this. Let me ask you, church. Are you showing genuine, true love? in your church, and to others, not just those who are in your circle, not just those who look like you, not just those who look pretty or who have money. Are you showing genuine true love? Pastors, are you doing the same thing? Again, remember, all are called apostles. Are you doing the same thing? Evangelists, teachers, are you doing the same thing? Workers, 
Are you doing the same thing? Restaurant workers, waitresses, are you doing the same thing? I can tell you, because of the time we're living in, God isn't going to put up with junk in the church anymore. And I'm going to tell you this right now. He's throwing over the money-changing tables. He's done. He's done with the game-playing in the church. He's done with the manipulation in the church. He's done with the loss not being the focus. He's done, people. He's done. There will be no harvest in your church if the body isn't walking in true, genuine love. There's not going to be a harvest. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is long-suffering. Love gives things up for others. Love isn't selfish. There's a lot of selfishness in the church, too much of it. The church has become about itself. Selfishness doesn't want to witness. The flesh doesn't want to witness. Too many are walking in the flesh and not by the Spirit in the body of Christ today. I call that a sickness in the church. The church has a health problem. It has health issues, and it's time for the church to get healthy again. It's time for the church to get their focus back again and winning the lost. But you can't win the lost when you don't have genuine true love. What happened to the genuine true love? Where is it? Where is your heart at? Where the heart is, is where, you know, is what comes out. What's in the heart is what, what the mouth speaks is what's in the heart. No one is speaking or acting through compassion. You know, the saying, if you don't work, you don't eat. The same goes for building your congregations. All are called into the highways and the hedges, Luke 14, 23. If you don't get out there and work, you're not going to get the fruit. You're not going to eat of the fruit. The Lord showed me this this morning. You're not going to eat of the fruit if you don't get out there and do the laboring. If you're going to eat, you have to work. If you're going, if you want that harvest of all that beautiful fruit, you're going to have to labor for it. I want to encourage you all to go out into the highways and the hedges. Be that genuine, true love. Be home to someone and bring them in. I'm going to end this with a testimony of mine that recently happened. And this is going to give you an example. I hope it does. Of genuine, true love. God speaks from our hearts. And for God to speak from our heart, He's got to be in our hearts. 
He's got to be in our hearts. You know, I like what Pastor John Cahill said. I go to New Life Bible Church, and I'm going to tell you something. Pastors Keith and Mabel Chancy have the genuine love for everybody there. Genuine, true love. You feel like you're home with them. And that's how we're to be. But Pastor John Cahill is a guest speaker this week. And I hope I say this right. He says, and it's true, you can't, to know someone, well, let me let me turn it around. In order to understand God, in order to know who He is, you've got to read His Word to find out who He is. You can't talk about something if you don't know about it. You can't talk about God if you don't know about Him, if He's not in your heart. When we're around love, love draws others in. Being love draws others in. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, I was heading out. I don't remember where I was going. It doesn't matter. But I saw this young lady walking. She had six heavy bags of groceries carrying them in the hot heat. And we all know how hot it's been. She had a gallon of milk on top of those bags. And I saw her stopping. She kept stopping because it was hard. She had the gallon of milk between her legs and trying to reorganize everything to to get it home. Well, something just moved on the inside of me to go turn around and pick her up. Because you see, I know what it's like to walk. I've walked to the store before in the past. I know what it's like. But even if I didn't, God's compassion. It was God's compassion that moved on me to go pick her up. So I did. When I stopped to pick her up, oh, that girl was dripping she was dripping with sweat. I mean, literally dripping with sweat. She put her stuff in the back seat and she got in the car. I turned the air up so it could cool her off real quick. But I have to tell you the stench on her, the stench from her was so bad. I had to roll down my window. And I was gagging so bad, I, it, my vomit was coming up my throat. And I had to push it down, and I had to fight to get a hold of myself because I did not want that girl to be embarrassed. I kept my face towards my window to breathe that air. And I said, Lord, help me. Help me here so I can be what you need me to be for her. And as we're driving, as I'm driving her home, I said, Lord, what would you have me to say to her? I told her, God has a purpose for you. You are important to him. He has a plan for you and there is a purpose for you. Right now, you don't feel like there is, but I'm telling you there is. God loves you. He had me turn around to go pick you up. He wants you to know how much you're loved. You're loved more than you could possibly understand and know. Jesus loves you. 
and there is a plan for you. You have a purpose. And the only way you're going to get to that purpose is through Jesus alone. I, sh I told her how to receive him. I didn't say a prayer with her. I didn't feel that was the way to go. But I did tell her to pray and how to receive him in her heart when she was ready. I also told her where I went to church. And I said, you would be greatly loved there. And at the end of my conversation with her, but before that, let me backtrack. As I was speaking to her, tears came rolling down her face. She started crying. She said, you don't know how I needed to hear that. I said, yes, I do. I know more than you could possibly understand. I understand more than you could possibly know. I know what it's like to not have. I know what it's like to lack. I know what it's like. She cried. And at the end of our conversation, as I reached to give her a hug, she said, I'm so sweaty. I said, that doesn't matter to me. And we hugged. And I said, I love you. Jesus loves you, and I want you to know I truly, really love you. And I broke down because I love her. When we show the love of God, the genuine love of God, we feel their hurt. We feel their pain. We feel their lack. That is the genuine, true love of God. I want to encourage you all to go out into the highways and hedges. Be genuine love. Be home to someone. Bring them in. Church, get your act together and get out there and start laboring. Get out there and start being love. Start being genuine love to people. Genuine, true love. Start feeling their hurt through compassion. Feel their pain through compassion. Feel their lack through compassion. Jesus felt those things. Jesus feels our hurts, our compassion. I mean, our pains, our lacks. He feels those things, and we are to, we are to um, replicate that to others. We are to be those things to others. I hope this episode was inspiring. I hope it opens your eyes and your hearts to be what you're called to be, to be the light, to be the love. We all need love.
We all need genuine, true love. We need to be that to each other. But we need to be that to the world. Be genuine love. Thank you all so much for listening in. I hope that it will be beneficial, inspiring, and encourage you again to walk in the light, to be home to someone today, to be home to someone every day. I would like to give a special thanks to Amy Mann of Christian Television Network. If you enjoy our podcast, we would love to hear from you. Be sure to come back next week for our next discussion. And our next discussion is going to be on jealousy. Until then, this is Straight Shooters, straight talk concerning our Christian walk. You're going to get where you're going to get straight talk concerning our Christian walk. God bless you all and have an awesome weekend. Mm-hmm.